trouble lurks in the darkened alleyways of Little Onderon. Criminals from an extinct organization try to make a name for themselves. Some people are always looking for a fight. Welcome to Coruscant Nights. We last saw Meryl Katunka, a Caloran implicated in the murder of a senator, sitting in Marnik's bar. She investigates doctored footage on a stolen data pad as we hear bootsteps approaching from behind. You hear bootsteps on the floor of this bar coming up behind you. Somebody says, Hey! I tense up as I hear the footsteps, because I know they're coming for me. Where'd you get that jacket? What's it to you? And I slowly turn around, repulsor fist at the ready. You slowly turn around to see three people wearing that same jacket. Uh-oh. I'm assuming this belonged to a friend of yours? Multiple friends. Well, I was just a little cold, and I saw it huddled up in an abandoned building in the corner, so... I just took it. I mean, you can have it if you want it. I don't need it anymore. You don't get to wear a Rancor jacket, and then you just don't get to wear a Rancor jacket, okay? Holy Bantha, it's a Rancor jacket? <sighs> so these three people, one is a Duros, he's got blue skin and red eyes. One of them is a green Nikto, he's got green scaly skin with some horns on it. And the third one is a human with red hair and a beard. Well, everyone, I only see two ways out of this. I can give you the jacket back with my sincerest apologies. No offense meant, but we can part our ways whole and healthy. Or you can be nasty about it, not accept my apology, and possibly not leave here alive. The choice is really up to you, but I'd very much encourage you to just take the jacket and go. You're trying to coerce them. Okay, roll a coercion check, please. Two willpower. I'm giving you a black because you're wearing their colors. I am wearing their colors. I made them so angry. Sorry, guys. But I'm not so pompous to want to get in a fight at every chance I get. Mm -hmm. I don't just want to fight everybody. It's a waste of energy. I like to manage my energy and my time well. And also, if you're just picking a fight at every chance you get, you're more likely to be known, noticed, and then you have a bigger target on your back. <laughs> yeah, they're just looking for a fight at this point. Yeah. I think they they feel like they've got something to prove. Yeah. One threat? You did not coerce them, and one of them starts walking up to you and grabs the, the jacket that you're still wearing. Like by the collar? By the collar. I really wish you hadn't done that. Why? Grab my repulsor fist and smack him right in the face. Okay, roll that. Ooh, that was bouncy. Okay, those are a wash. Ooh, those are a wash. Oh, wait, no, they're not. Yeah, Yay! That's a lot of success. What is your repulsor fist damage? Plus eight. So the Duro scraps your jacket, and you wind your repulsor fist back. And as it makes contact with his face, you can feel the mechanism inside wind back and punch forward. And the Duros goes out like a mote of dust passing through a ray of sunshine into darkness. As this suddenly dismembered individual collapses before me, his grip loosens from my collar, I glance back at the other two. They are just staring, and we're gonna roll some initiative for the remaining two people. So for you, it'll be a cool check. Okay. Two. Two successes. Successes. You're going first. Okay. I slowly lift my head to look up. 
at the two remaining Rancors. Do you really want to go through with this? I'll still give you a chance to run. It's going to be another coercion check. Well, I don't think they're actually going to run. So it's two green, two purple, and um, you just ended their friend, so you get a boost die. <laughs> so one threat, three... Advantage. Advantage. Not that I needed an advantage when I'm fighting. No, so they... Uh, <laughs> They were not convinced they liked their friend. They want to avenge him. They still have something to prove here. And they draw their pistols. I have advantages. You do, which you can use. Did you want to pass it on as black dice or something? Oh, yeah, that's fun. Okay. They normally, in a bar like this, they would have gone for, like, knives or something. But they're mad. Yeah, after what you just did. So the two of them draw their pistols. They start backing up towards the wall, putting a little bit of distance between you and them, and they start opening fire at you. Shots go left and right. You see Marnik the Grand drop down behind the counter, and he's out of sight now, and it's your turn. I decide that joining Marnik behind the counter is probably a good idea. Mm-hmm. So I leap backwards over the countertop and land crouched down behind the bar. You want to do an athletics check? Yes, I do. Okay. Even though I'm confident I can do it. And you have uh, you have some sort of ability tied to athletics. Enhance. Mm-hmm. Okay, first let's let's. Well, okay, what does enhance add? Um, this. That's right. Check. Mm-hmm. And then. Short one distance. Forced. Yeah. And I want. You dark. just want to be like cool. This I just want to look is. cool. This is That's the all it is. Cool role. Well, I mean, yeah, I am a super rad assassin. Okay, you one. You got your dark. One dark. That's a success. One, two, four successes, one threat. Okay. Or is that three successes? Well, you got, that's a success too. So four successes. Oh, 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 that's right. Just four successes. Just four successes. Okay. Because those cancel each other out. Tell me what you do. I leap over the bar looking pretty rad, leap backward, and land crouched down like a loth cat behind the bar. I felt a strange energy coursing through my body as I leapt over the table. Yeah. And when I landed, it felt like a rush of air going through me. I reached behind my back and grab my blaster rifle. Uh-huh. Um, so down there, you see Marnik is reaching for a weapon of his own. He's got a little holdout blaster under the counter. You had to wear that jacket. Sorry, dude. I'll pay you for the damage. I thought you were a rancor. Well, I don't know who these people are. I'm new to town. <sighs> Do some research. And he pops up behind the counter and starts <laughs> shooting at these guys. I'm feeling a little chastised by Marnik, because he has a good point. Typically, I don't show up so unfamiliar with the area and the gangs in town. So, he has a point. I should have done better. This really is just not going my way. It's not going his way either. He pops up, takes a couple shots, and hides back down under the counter. These guys are doing things that you can't see right now, because True. you're hiding behind a counter. I am hidden behind the counter. Yeah. Join the breather. Yeah. But they've just been shooting nonstop, just yeah. ripping the bar to shreds, yep. glass everywhere. Yeah. Booze bottles flying, yeah. exploding. It's your turn. Well, I've had enough of hanging out behind the counter. I notice a lull in the shooting. Mm-hmm. So I get my blaster rifle ready and I stand up and take aim. Okay. As you stand up, you notice that they have flipped a table over and they're behind it now. How much is the force of a blaster rifle? You want to try and shoot through the table? Well, right. That's what I mean. You're just rolling a setback for their cover. Okay. Got it. Can I wait for one of them to pop up? They are periodically popping out, trying to take shots at you. Okay. So, yeah. So, I start noticing a pattern Mm -hmm. to them popping out, taking a shot, and then hiding again. Yeah. So, I start to count the seconds between each action they're taking. And I time it perfectly. We'll see how perfectly. It's going to be perfect. Don't worry. I stand up during a lull when I know they're peeking out, trying to take aim. I whip my blaster rifle right at them. I land my sight 
on the red-bearded human. Mm-hmm. What kind of weapon do you have? It's a blaster quick. rifle. Just it, We just said blaster rifle? Yeah, we didn't say anything. Okay. It's right-handed, plus nine damage, long range, stun setting. Anything else on it? Just stun setting? Just stun setting. Okay, just want to make sure it's like basic and I, I think it was just a, a sniper basic. rifle or something. No, okay. because you gave me the repulsor fist. Yeah. You didn't let me uh-huh. have anything That's else right. fancy. That's <laughs> right. You only get one nice thing. <laughs> um, and it uses ranged heavy? Yes. Okay, roll your ranged heavy. Okay. Uh, it's right up at the top. Oh, Ugh. I don't have any ranks in it. But your agility is Three. two? Three, is two. So it's two green. With a black because they're behind cover? Yep, that's fair. And... Can I flip a point for... Yeah, turn it yellow? Yeah, one yellow. Yep. Okay, fine, here we go. Rolling. Those cancel each other out. A threat. Fudge. So popping up like that, you pop something in your back and take a strain. <laughs> I missed my shot by a hair's breadth. Mm-hmm. I was so frustrated that I pulled something in my back out of anger. I collapsed back down behind the bar. Really miffed. Today is not my day. No, it's not. As the tough guys pop out from undercover and take a shot at you. It's not their day either. That's good to know. Uh, they pop out from cover and start firing at you and their shots all go wide. They're just out of it right now. Uh, they're... They can't use their anger in a way that you can, and just adrenaline pumping is making them go all over the place. Their shots are so bad that I glance over at Marnik and ask him, how long have they been here drinking? They just got here. Wow, so they're really just this bad at everything? I guess. Well, I guess that's why they're not around anymore. Well, fair point. Enough small talk. I ready my blaster rifle, and this time I'm going to do better. I stand up take aim mm-hmm. this time at the little green guy take one for aim and you gave me one black last they time. were behind cover they're not behind cover anymore oh okay oh for pete's sake you're not very good at shooting <gasps> what the well no i use my repulsor fist okay man. um so you shoot the table really well and you have two advantages the splinters from the table that is now behind both of them shoot into these guys behinds mm-hmm. and they both yelp and fling their arch their backs and fling their bodies backwards as the the shards of the exploded table ram into their butts yeah um and at this point they are going to run outside he says to the nikto come on jiv let's get out of here and they run out the door and one of them is going to take a shot back at you as he is leaving a pot shot Uh uh-huh which he misses this is the most exciting fight (laughs) <laughs> that we've ever played. He misses it. Uh, but oh, it's only, a little bit comical, really. <laughs> only barely. And you have to jump out of the way, taking some more strain. So they start running out the door. I start to relax and take a deep breath and sigh of relief, thinking that maybe I can finally get back to finding Ruby Whiplash and mm-hmm. teaching her a lesson. When the red-bearded human turns around at the last second and takes one last shot at me. Ugh, what an idiot. He shoots so slow and telegraphs every move that I'm able to step aside, but I hear the bullet whiz right past my ear. Mm-hmm. I shoot the table, and I'm super irritated, even though it's hilarious to see them react to the shards of wood flinging into their backsides. That wasn't my goal. I wanted them dead, not humorously injured. But I'm pleased to see that they smarten up and decide to leave. You hear their swoop bikes start, and unless you're going after them, you hear them fly away. Ugh, they're small-time crooks. I don't need to waste my time on them. Turn to the bartender and help him up. Dust off the glass on off of his shoulders. Yeah, uh, you help him up and he starts walking towards his landline comlink. 
<laughs> gotta gotta call the clones. Let them know the rancors aren't done. Whoa, 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 whoa. Um, I don't think you need to do that. We took care of these guys. The rancors are done. They're, They're just a couple of hot-headed idiots. They're supposed to be gone. Like exterminated? Yeah, exterminated or jail. That might explain where I found this coat and how those two got out of jail. There was a burned out police department. You know anything about that? That was their base. The police department? Yeah, it's been abandoned for a while. Oh. Ever since the clones came along, they took over. Interesting. Well, that solves that mystery. Um, before you make your call to the clone soldiers, um, mind giving me a bit of a head start out of here? Oh, you don't like the clones, huh? Not a fan. Uh, Alright, uh, I'll give you a minute. Alright, well... Much appreciated. Sorry about the mess. Uh, you want to help clean it up? You got, you know, any credits? This is kind of your fault. As I walk out the door, I flick a few coins onto the bar. This should cover most of the damage. Uh, it'll cover something. Better than nothing. Ta-ta now! Walk out into Little Onderon. The streets are abandoned at this time of night. The buildings here don't look like they're in the best repair. It looks like maybe it was once a nice neighborhood, but it's sort of on a bit of an economic downturn. Nothing in the nearby neighborhood is open. No lights are on, except the street lights. I keep walking deeper into Little Onderon and weave through different alleys and streets mm-hmm. until I'm pretty sure it would be difficult to find me or track me if anyone's on my tail. At some point, you see a uh, clone trooper police cruiser go by with its sirens on. I press back against the alley wall and find some shadows to hide in while it passes. Mm-hmm. Then I go in the opposite direction of where it went. Okay. I'm pretty sure that no one's followed me. I feel pretty secure right now. Mm-hmm. So I take a break, and it dawns on me that because I have a clone trooper data pad, yep. I can look into the records of all registered droids that are currently in Coruscant. That sounds like a light side point. Why is that a light side point? That's, that's a big uh, I know, that's pretty a, cool. All right, thing. all right. So I'm going to flip over a light side point yeah. and search the droid database looking for that serial number I saw on the droid in the video. Oh, you saw the serial number in the video. Yeah, didn't you say that? No. An what did you say I saw about it? Mark. Like a brand? So like a, a logo or something. Probably painted on by the droid's owner or the droid itself if it is its own owner. Is that is... the kind of thing that would be noted in maybe. Okay. Well, it's not an uncommon droid, so I can narrow my search down. As far as assassin droids go, it's not uncommon. There are probably very few registered assassin droids. You might get lucky. I might get lucky. I'm yeah. banking on luck tonight because something's got to go my way. Yeah. So I start searching through the database. Okay. Roll a computer's check. You're gonna. I don't have computers. I know you don't have computers, but you've got intellect. True. You have three? Three intellect. Yeah, you're somehow very smart. I am very smart. Yeah. Everything's just been going wrong. Yeah. It hasn't been my fault. Uh-huh. So, <laughs> not your fault at all. You just put that jacket on without asking any questions about the rancor. I needed to disguise. Okay, so it's going to be three greens for your intellect. It's going to be two purples because it's a big database. Mm-hmm. You're going to get a blue because you're using an official device. You got anything else you want to throw in there? I'm pretty confident that I know this droid from somewhere. So I feel like I'll be able to recognize its serial number when I see it, just because I know this is familiar. Even though I can't pull it off the top of my head, the name or serial number Hmm. of this droid, I know I know it from somewhere. Yeah. So I think that any unique markings in any list, I'll I'll recognize them. Okay. Any unique identifiers. Go for it. Okay. Five. 
Finally. Uh, is it though? Yeah, I have some at least some no, advantages. It's just advantages. Yeah, so but something. It's an IS series uh, assassin droid. Um, there are only two planet right now. They're both in this area. Who are they registered to? One is registered to Thassa Ver and Ishi Tib, businessman, owner of Grabo's Secondhand Hands, and the other one is registered independent, like an independent droid. What was the first name? Thassa Ver. Thassa Ver sounds like somebody I'd like to visit later, but. Just to upgrade my repulsor fist, doesn't sound like the person with the droid that I'm looking for. But it's not an, the droid you're looking for? It's not the droid I'm looking for. But an unregistered droid, huh? An unidentified owner. That sounds like a really obvious tell that Ruby Whiplash would give. Well, it's like it owns itself. Hmm. That's unlikely. Depends on how you feel about that sort of thing. I don't feel good about it. Yeah? I feel like... You feel like droids need droids to be owned. Need, droids need to be controlled. So, um, yeah, you get two IS series models. No location on that second one, though. How do I know they're in the area? Um, that's a great question. Fossa Bird definitely owns Gravo's secondhand hands, which is directly up from you right now. Mm-hmm. The other one has a registered address, but it is encrypted information that you would have to be a higher rank of clone trooper to get. Can I use my seek? Roll a seek check. Okay, what do I do for that? You're just rolling the force die. You're hoping for two black. Ugh. Yeah. That's a... That is... Yeah. Nope, one black. One black. Yeah. I don't really know where to go from here. Mm-hmm. I feel a little stuck. Okay. Do you have streetwise? Yep. Okay. Two streetwise, two cunning. So that'd be two yellows. Mm-hmm. Roll average, so two purples. That's a success and an advantage. Finally a success. Yay! All the alleys and stuff that you went down, you didn't really pay too close attention to what you were passing, but you find yourself in an area now that it is very likely that there would be some sort of droid repair shop nearby, and it would not be difficult for you to find. And that might be a place to start. I decide to go back to the droid repair shop and see if I can ask a few questions. It's pretty early in the morning, but I'm hoping that they get an early start around here. Yeah, so it's about... mm, 430 mm-hmm. uh, with all your hiding and attempting to seek yes <laughs> so you spotted a droid repair shop and you backtrack a little bit and end up at arjax droid surplus i like it arjax arjax droid surplus <laughs> arjax must be the proprietor so i open the door and walk through Always locked. oh it's he's not, not in yet. it's oh. very early well yeah but i was hoping they had an early start so am i just gonna hang out here till they open the front door is locked. You can see in the window there are some deactivated R2 units as like display models around droid parts up on racks and walls, but it is dark inside. Looking closer, you notice that above the store, there are lights on in the apartment. I walk around the back mm-hmm. and I notice a back staircase leading up to the top apartment above the, above the store. A fire escape. I climb up the fire escape mm-hmm. and I'm not really up to anything criminal. I just want to get some answers and I don't really have time to wait. So I just knock on the the fire escape window. Okay. So you knock on the window and looking in, you see a Wookiee stepping out of a shower. No. It's not a Wookiee. Yeah. And it looks at you. It like bends over and looks at you and growls something and grabs a towel and starts wrapping it around itself. I'm a little uncomfortable seeing a naked Wookiee, poor poor thing. So I kind of just wave awkwardly and say, uh, Hi, can I ask you some questions? You're not Ajax, are you? 
first of all, it's Arjax, and they respond with a growl and pull down the shade real quick. Well, I got off to a good start. I knock on the window again. Just a couple taps. I don't want him to feel like I'm being aggressive. The shade slowly moves to the side. Hi. It's me again. So sorry to bother you. I really have some important questions, though. Are you Arjax? Do you own the store below? The Wookiee responds with a grunt. Do I understand him? It's a great question. Do you want to roll Xenology? I feel like I would. Yeah, I probably should. I don't have anything in Xenology. Defaults to intellect. Three. Wookiee is difficult, so we're going to make it three purple. Ugh. We're going to give you a boost because you are well-traveled. Okay. You got three green. Three green. Okay. Ooh, that's a blank purple. There these dies. Well, okay, well that cancels that out. That's nothing there. So I have three advantages wow. and two threats. Yeah, so you have an advantage. You don't speak Wookiee. But I have an advantage. Yeah. What's your advantage? The data pad mm-hmm. has a translator on it. Oh, okay. You notice that the data pad has a translator on it. It's like an app, and you push the button, and a droid voice speaks up. Hello. How may I be of service? Is that what you just said to me, Arjax? Please repeat your query. It's a very simple program. Translate Wookiee? Yes. Wow, man. These clone troopers really need to have a bigger app budget. I'm sorry, sir. Could you please repeat that? I hold the data pad closer to the window so that the Wookiee can speak into it. The Wookiee repeats his grunts and the droid translates. Yes, I'm Arjaka. Oh, uh, great. Hello, Arjaka. Uh, I'm really sorry to bother you like this. It's such a clearly inopportune time, but I have some really pressing questions about a specific droid that I'm looking for. Would you mind helping me out of it? I've had a really rough day. We're not open yet. Please wait up front. Okay, if I have to. I don't want to take off a Wookiee. Thank you, I appreciate the hustle. I don't want to take off a Wookiee, so I just climb back down the fire escape Mm -hmm. and go back to the front of the store and wait for him to come downstairs and unlock. The Wookiee seemed uh, like kind of eager for business, and a few minutes go by, and you hear really loud noise from upstairs, and you see the back door open through the, the shop. And the lights go on, and you see the Wookiee, and his hair is sort of fluffy. He blow-dried himself. (laughs) He blow-dried himself. (laughs) He walks up to the front, unlocks the door, and opens it for you. I see Arjaka, and I chuckle to myself as I think that now I understand why people call Wookiees a walking carpet sometimes. Arjaka cordially ushers me into his store, and I walk inside, and he shuts the door behind me. Yeah. There's a cute little welcome bell that tinkles. It makes As the door closes. R2 droid. Yeah. And uh, Arjaka sits behind what looks like a work table. Lots of tools and nuts and bolts and stuff on it. And gets comfortable in his work chair and lets you stand. I walk over to him and thank him again for coming down so quickly and opening the store early for me. Um, I have been looking for an assassination droid. It looks like this. And I show him an image that I'd cropped of to only display the droid from the video footage. The Wookiee's eyebrows area, the the top of his head furls. (laughs) And your droid translates his growls. I don't deal in assassin droids. That's unfortunate. Um, Any chance that anybody brought a droid like this into you? I mean, you don't have to have worked on it. I'm just really trying to find the person who owns this droid. How how are you going about this? 
trying to be trying to be polite and cordial Uh and give enough information for him to know i'm not trying to coerce him at all yeah but you never want to piss off a Wookiee. You don't. So I'm trying to keep him happy, but I also really need this information. Yeah, the Wookiee says... Um, that he's not allowed to work on that sort of drug, and he wouldn't be able to give you any information on it. He gives you a significant look. I see. Do you know of anyone who would? Well, if he can't tell me, somebody here has to work on assassination droids. He says that he can't tell you about any places in the Blacklight District that may or may not deal with this sort of he couldn't mention a place that he knows of. He just can't say anything. What a bummer. I mean, if you were a customer, maybe. Ah, I see. And I wink at him and say, what a bummer you can't help me. I've been in the market for a new protocol droid. You know, something to help help with translating and such. Got any of those lying around? Our Jack grunts and stands up. Now that you're willing to purchase something, he's he's opened up a lot. He stands up and walks you towards where the protocol droids are. At this point, with all the lights on, the droids are, are just moving around, around a little bit. They You see that they have little restraining bolts on to keep them in place and sort of docile. He's got a shiny silver protocol droid. He's got a dark gunmetalish droid with a, a bug face. He's got a shiny gold protocol droid. And then he's got lots of protocol droid parts. What sort of budget do we have? I roll my eyes as I follow our Jack over to the protocol droids. Of course I'm going to have to drop some money down to loosen his tongue. <sighs> Whatever, it's the price of doing business. He shows me a display of droids and I don't really care. I don't actually want one of these things. It was just the cheapest thing I could think of that I could buy real quickly to get him to talk. So I pick the basic silver one. That one, that looks like something I'd need. He shows you the TC model. Shiny silver protocol droid, 3,300 credits. Oh, for Pete's sake. I mean, what a fair price indeed. I cough up the money, because I need to get this droid bought and get out of here. Really? Yeah, why? No, just fine. That'll a ton of money. go cheaper. No, I just want to go. Okay. And I have a ton of money. I'm a, I'm a very skilled assassin. Do, did we figure out how much money you had? We never did, actually. Okay. I'm loaded, though, because I would be. Loaded. I would be. Okay, all right. Very good. TC42 is now yours. Let me. Well, he hands you the remote for the restraining bolt and has you fill out some paperwork. I get through the paperwork as quickly as possible, throw it in the pen and say, okay, cool. So, anything you know about these assassination droids? There is a place. The TC droid is translating for you now. Uh, in the Blacklight District, where that sort of droid is commonly purchased, and that would be your best place. It is two blocks behind Misty Mardigan's. Finally! Thank you so much for all of your help, Arjaka. It's been a pleasure doing business with you. Anytime. I leave as the quickly as possible. <laughs> and the droid slowly walks behind you. Oh, for Pete's sake. Shuffles, you might uh, say. I get so irritated waiting for it that I just go over, pick it up, and throw it over my shoulder. Carry it out the door. Are you going to just bring this droid with you now? Yep. It's my droid. I paid good money for it. All right, hold on. You have a droid now. You I need, do. You need droid stats. Thank you. Yeah, because now you can, like, do things. <laughs> I know. I can make my droid do smarty things. Hello, protocol droid. I make it outside of our Jaka's place. Yes. And I ask the protocol droid to show me a map. Can they Can they project things? They cannot. Okay. I ask the protocol droid if they know the area, if they have a map downloaded of the area. Yes. How far away? What do you want this protocol droid's voice to be like? I want it to be a woman. Okay. And very monotone and low pitched. Okay. Like a, a dark, a okay. dark robotic monotone. Yeah. Yeah. 
silky. Mm-hmm. Something silky. So you're making me be a dark, robotic, monotone, silky woman. Correct. Okay. Enjoy. Thank you. You're so welcome. I thought you needed a challenge. Actually, I'm just getting exacting my revenge on you. Um, not that you had anything to do with my bad rolls, but I'm blaming you anyway yeah, as the dice. GM. Yeah. <laughs> they're your dice. Exactly. So I what is your them, fault? So. <laughs> so I asked my protocol droid, TC. Mm-hmm. Uh, TC, how far away is Misty Mardigan's bar? It's not a bar. It is a bar. It is a bar. It is two levels below us. Excellent. That's not far at all. Great. Thanks, TC. Uh, TC, can you keep up, please? As I start walking, TC starts shuffling slowly behind me. My servos cannot compete with Caloran Anatomy. Oh, my heavens. Do you mean to say I'm going to have to throw you over my shoulder again if we want to move quickly? That or take a speeder. I pull out my comm device and call for a taxi. A convertible blue taxi pulls up. Ugh! Are you the only taxi in all of Coruscant? And as it pulls up, you see that the driver is a Doug. Oh. Sorry. My bad. Hey, where where are we going? Uh, can you take me to Misty Mardigan's, please? Yeah, you got it. And the taxi takes off and heads down two levels to the Blacklight District. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Coruscant Nights. Thank you to Nick Scourin for supplying us with our lovely ambient soundscapes. You can find more of Nick's audio experimentation at pro-am.bandcamp.com. Want more Coruscant Nights? Find us on Twitter at Coruscant Night, on Instagram at Coruscant Nights, and follow us on Twitch for periodic live stream shows. Email us at CoruscantNightsPod at gmail.com. Enjoying Coruscant Nights and want to help us grow? Please rate and review on iTunes or wherever else you get your podcasts. You can help even more by supporting us on Patreon. On Patreon, you'll find all sorts of extras from bonus episodes and outtakes to character cards, stats, and artwork. For only $3 a month, you'll get access to our recorded world-building sessions. In this ongoing campaign, we follow a clone trooper named Lucky on his quest to stop crime in the lower levels of Coruscant. Stop by patreon.com slash Coruscant Nights to see all the great stuff we've got to offer. 